Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day, El Pasoans, and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Delirious Montañez Berrios, commonly known as DMB with a B like Bravo. And in today's episode, we will be discussing a few topics. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest, and real by expressing my own views and opinions, nobody else's but my own. Not the Democratic Party, not the Republican Party, but my own views and opinions. Hope you all have something to drink. Right now, I am drinking a coffee that I have had this since this morning because I have to go to the doctor and then I have to be running errands with my dad. And um, But I wanted to be uh, transparent on everything that's going on. You know, uh, I am not a fake individual and those who personally know me know exactly what I stand for and they know my character very well. Um, so let's, say, let's get into the weeds. And uh, first of all, I want to apologize because this, this podcast is supposed to be going on the air on Mondays, but uh, these last couple of days have been very physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausting. And for somebody that, uh, you know, that have gone through so much, I think that uh, I am holding my grounds but at the same time, I have to uh, let my brain rest and, um, and do what I have to do so I can be here for you guys. So the first thing that I wanted to remind you of is the special elections that are going to be starting on April the 24th for early voting. And early voting goes until May the 2nd. May the 6th is the actual voting day and the voting centers are going to open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. If you go to our website, www.dmb4elpaso.com, all spelled out, spell out, you actually get a link to the El Paso, El Paso County website and you get to see the ballot, a sample ballot, and you will also get the exact locations for the voting centers. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop for everything on the special elections coming up uh, in a couple of days. The second subject that I wanted to talk about was if you need to register for our 2024 presidential elections, with our the El Paso County. I am a registered voter and I can register individuals and take the paperwork to the El Paso County. I want to remind everybody that is a registered voter. Whenever you register voters or individuals in our community, the process should be nonpartisan. It's about getting the individual register for them to make their own decision of which party they wish to represent. That's, that's the oath that we're taking. The next subject that I wanted to talk about is the El Paso Matters actually 
publish a voter guide, both in Spanish and English, that is very comprehensive on what's going to be on the special elections ballot coming up in the next week. I actually posted it on my Facebook campaign group. I've been trying to post everything on the page as well and on Twitter. I wanted to give you a couple of updates on Private Richard Holiday. As you know, or you might not know, because for some reason, the media doesn't want to get involved in this case. And I really wish, I really wish, and I really pray to God they do. Because Private Richard Holiday was a 20-year-old at the time of his disappearance. And he could be anybody's son. And it boils my blood for individuals that are either elected officials or work for our city and our county. And they do not want to get involved in this case because they're afraid of repercussions or retaliation. Let me tell you something. I don't want anybody, anybody, to tell me anything about retaliation because I lived it and I still live it on my own bones every single day from the two largest government agencies in our nation, which is the Department of Homeland Security, Customs and Border Protection, and the Department of Defense with the Department of the Army. So I don't want, I'm not going to feel sorry for anyone that doesn't want to take this case on Private Richard Holiday serious because they're afraid of retaliation. Because I think that I'm still standing here and talking to you by the grace of God. My journey is very tragic and my journey will be exposed very soon very soon and to those individuals that have attacked me personally and have say mean things to me I think that is going to be an eye-opener whenever you actually get my whole story because again I could be your daughter enough of that let's talk about law enforcement misconduct within DOJ, the Department of Justice. Law enforcement misconduct is actually punishable. And it does not cover just law enforcement officers like the majority of the people think. It covers police officers, it covers jailers, correctional officers, probation officers. Oh, get this one. Prosecutors, judges, and other federal, state, or local law enforcement officials. It extends to all law enforcement conduct regardless, regardless of whether an officer is on or off duty, so long as he is acting or claiming to act in his or her official capacity. So those are news for many of you. A lot coming out out of that comment right there. The next subject I wanted to talk about was the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, which I think, which I think that is an amazing organization. 
Um, I think that they are growing at the, at the time go, and I, I wish them the very best because they not only service the Hispanic community as the as their organization name says, you know, if you don't have to be a Hispanic to actually join the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. And I can tell you, if you're not a member of the Chamber of Commerce, the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, because there's two. You can actually come and see one of the events at our facility, which is located at 2901 Girl Scout Lane on Solan Park this coming Friday in a couple of days at seven o'clock. And they're actually waiving the 25 fee, the $25 fee that they charge for non-members because our intent is to increase the membership on the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce in our borderland. Small businesses get one minute to showcase their business and it is a great opportunity for them to craft and share their services with our borderland community and those that are working in the office. There are going to be raffles, VIP rewards, we have fresh gourmet coffee, pan dulce, a couple of burritos. It's a great space in nature to do some networking among other small businesses in our borderlands. So make sure that you RSVP with the El Paso Hispanic Chamber of Commerce and ask for Kendra. It's going to be an amazing event. We're going to take photographs. And, you know, it's a great event for me because I'm actually, you know, working on my recovery and being willing to be around people a little bit more. For those of you that are not familiar with post-traumatic stress disorder or post-traumatic stress injury or traumatic brain injury, I highly suggest that you, you do some research before you judge somebody because that journey is a journey that I do not wish not even on my worst enemy. The next subject that I wanted to discuss is um, our Congresswoman Veronica Escobar. And I don't have anything against Ms. Escobar. She's an elected official, and I have been very open about it. The last three elections, I have voted for her. Do I agree with the things that she does? No. But the Republican Party has, haven't had a representative that I think that will represent our community like they should. Now, the problem that I have with Ms. Escobar, and I didn't know this, I actually found this out like a couple of months ago. She's married to Judge Peters. Nothing against Judge Peters. He may be the greatest guy. I don't know her, no, I don't know him, never seen him in my life. But the only thing that I have to say about this issue is that it is a conflict of interest. And whoever thinks, whoever thinks that it's not a conflict of interest, you're out of your mind. Back in 2017, the El Paso County attorney, Ms. Bernard, who I don't know her personally, again, she can be the greatest woman. But she told the news that the marriage between Ms. Escobar and Josh Peters was not a conflict of interest. And that is the farthest, <laughs> the farthest from the truth. 
because she is dead wrong. But I'm going to prove that to you in a court very soon. And I'm going to tell you why. Because in 2017 is whenever Josh Peters did what he shouldn't have done with our elected official, Veronica Escobar. So God is going to expose everything in good timing. And I am just going to sit back and I'm, going, I'm just going to enjoy the movie. Miss Bernal, 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 however you say her name, she knows I'm coming. And as we already know, and she has published, she's not running for re-election. And I am very glad that she decided to step down. The next subject I wanted to talk about was about preposition I, not K. I already told you guys in another, um, in another podcast that I am voting no on preposition K. Now I'm talking about preposition I in where they want to lift the city's cap on police, fire, pension contributions from the taxpayers. You know, back in late 90s, I was a former police officer in the great state of North Carolina. In a, in a small town, very rich, in where we got a lot of crime coming from the big city. Our officers are physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. And what affects them the most is the stigma. Why? Because the minute that they say that they have a physically, mentally, or emotional issue, their badge gets taken away, their arm, uh, their pistol is taken away, And I can tell you, you take a badge and a gun from a law enforcement officer and you're calling for suicide or murder by suicide. It's kind of like earrings for a woman. Have you ever gone somewhere dressed up and you forgot your earrings and you feel like you it's not you? That's exactly, I know that you can compare It's like comparing apples to oranges, but you know, just, just think about it for a little bit and you understand what I'm talking about. Um, being a police officer was actually the best position in my entire law enforcement career. Even more than being in the sheriff's department and being a border patrol in Customs and Border Protection. Why? because you serve the community. And this is a calling. This is a calling that not everybody is made for. We take everything that happens in our workplace home. We take it to our spouses, our significant others, our children, our parents, our grandparents. We take it to our neighbors, to our colleagues, It's something that stays with you. You know, I love my, my blue and my green. I love the ones that are righteous and want to make it better. They want to make a better force for everybody else. But I can tell you, I detest with passion the wrongdoers. The city agree with a pay increase 
But I don't agree with increasing the cap, and I tell you why. Border Patrol agents retire, which they are federal agents, as you know. They retire, I think, with 34% is their retirement. If you raise the cap of the police officers, you're actually increasing that cap more than a federal agent. So now you're talking about creating animosity, more animosity than what it already exists between the local law enforcement and our federal agents. But that's just my opinion. You do with it whatever you want. It is not black and white. I just hope that our constituents educate themselves, read the prepositions, each of them, digest them, talk among each other, and go to the voting center and make the best decision they can. You know, something else that I've been wanting to share with you is about all this House bills, Senate bills at the Austin Capitol Hill, and the same with, you know, uh, Capitol Hill in DC. But, you know, you know, scrupulous individuals are listening to my podcast and they're watching, and I really don't want them to collaborate and try to kill a bill that will make progress to our community and our nation. You know, uh, I am seeing it with the bill that we're trying to pass, which is the uh, the Workplace Psychological Safety Act that we have been working for the longest time. You know, and uh, and I will continue. I will continue to move our community for them to write the committee and share with the community how important this bill is. But that is it for now. You know, uh, my brain has been hurting. I've been taking medication for my for my headache and my migraine. This morning I went to the chiropractor and, uh, you know, came to find out my back is worse than what it was before. Uh, and, you know, Department of Labor and the VA, they're just a pain in the behind. You know, I, I tell every single reservist and National Guard out there, I know that it's nice to serve our government on both sides, but I tell you, think about it very, very, very hard. Because I tell you, they will make your life miserable. So if you are a reservist and National Guard, I highly suggest for you to have your own business or work in a private organization instead of working for our government. But again, that is just my opinion because I have lived it on my own bones and if I would have to do it again, probably I wouldn't have done it. There's a lot of bills, a lot of things that I work behind the scenes. Uh, something that I forgot that I wanted to talk to you about was the street cart in El Paso uh, that our former city council for District 1 got for the city. You know, I agree with our mayor, Mayor Lizer. You know, uh, me personally, <laughs> I don't think that the, the street car should be running every single day whenever it's running empty. 
I think that this street card can be used to do, you know, like meeting events for organizations. And then, you know, if you want to charge them a fee, then charge them a fee. But it doesn't make any sense to be running a streetcar empty through our city and hours that people is not even using them. But again, those are my two cents. What do I know, right? Anyway, one can follow my DMV, FOR Facebook group and page and Twitter daily, daily, as I am heavily involved with the legislation process, both at the state and federal levels. And I frequently share my thoughts and opinion on specific subjects that affect all of us, including myself and the community. I invite you all to, to listen and join our monthly Java chats in where we can go more into details and more in depth in our conversations and debates. The next one is going to be May 10 at seven o'clock mountain time. So again, you can go to the DMBFOR Facebook group to locate the Zoom link, or you can join us live on Facebook itself the day of the event. If you RSVP for the event, you pay $4.99, but you actually get something in the mail. So it's like saying thank you for committing to attend to the meeting. This is Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host with the DMB podcast. Please like, share on all of your social media outlets and with all of your email contacts. Subscribe and I will see you all next, hopefully Monday. Uh, it just depends how I feel during the week. On our next episode, we will discuss several other matters that affect our community, either directly or indirectly. Let me know if there's any specific subject you want me to touch on by sending me a message to www.dmb4elpaso.com. Again, join our DMB4, all spell out, Facebook group and like our DMB4 page to get the latest, the latest updates on what we're working on because there's a lot. Have a great day, a great weekend if you get this message at the end of the week. And, you know, live today without any regrets. Tomorrow is not promised. You know, uh, there's a lot of shootings going on, obviously, because Texas decided that anybody could purchase a weapon, thanks to the Democratic Party. You know, I'm nothing against the Democrats, okay? I have a lot of friends that are Democrats and I love them to death. But I think that that was the stupidest thing that they could have ever done. Um, this is DMB, signing out for now. So I'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to join us on May 10th for our live Java chat. Have a great day. This has been the DMB podcast with Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny. But most importantly, do unto others as you will have them do unto you. This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast.
El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News. The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.